This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is your Sunday 88 Films Italian Collection episode. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Every three weeks we sit down and we tackle another one in order through the 88 Films Italian Collection series. We've been running this series for ages now. The reason I know that is we're on disc 40 on this episode. Very much looking forward to this one. The pedigree involved is ridiculous. So we will be discussing on this episode a little spaghetti western movie called The Mercenary from 1968. That's coming up after the first break. But before we get to that, as always, let's take a bit of time to look back on the week that has just left us because this is the final episode of the week and what a week it has been, ladies and gents. A metric fuck ton of what can only be described as podcast awesomeness landed your way. Episode 200 on the podcast Under the Stairs was split into three parts, was over 15 hours in length um, and it was the round table closing out the Smart Teapots Top 10 series. Thank you very much to everyone for the support, the comments, the love, the appreciation, the debate and of course the conflict that that episode has generated. As always, it's great to hear from you guys out there. And between that, we launched Bazaween. 2019. We kicked it off with the Baz looking at Carrie and um, that's going to continue right into tomorrow when we drop episode number two where the Baz tackles this lesser known Hitchcock movie called Psycho from 1960. Trust me, you do not want to miss that episode. He is drunk and um, slightly more risky than usual. It's fucking hilarious. So yeah, check that one out when it drops tomorrow. Also, if all that wasn't enough, because let's face it, all that is never enough. We also launched Movie Club for October. The movie that you have is One Cut of the Dead. It is this movie that's getting a lot of traction um, in cinephiles' end of year lists. I think it's fair to say it's going to make a lot. And it's available exclusively on Shudder just now, so check that one out. You have until the week before the end of the month to get in touch with myself with your review and uh, yeah there we go and your second part of your homework was to pick a movie which you think is best watched in October that is seldom talked about underappreciated underseen underrated etc etc look forward to getting all your reviews when they come in so yeah moving into next week well, like I say, you've got Bazoween kicking off on Monday. You will have the next instalment of the Choose Your Own Horror Podcast Review Adventure when that drops as well. Your choice from the poll. Uh, I can't even remember what one. I'm going to have to scour back and try and find that title. But yeah, we have that to do as well. On top of all that, if all that wasn't enough, because let's face it, it's never enough, uh, we will also be launching the first 10 
mini reviews on one episode of my 31 of October, which has been wildly inconsistent thus far. On the day that we're recording this, we are doing movie number six, which is Braid, and let's be, let's call a spade a spade, the bad has outweighed the good thus far in this run. So I'm kind of looking for a middle stretch of just pure awesome, but you never know with these lists. You can never tell the quality of the movie you're going to get. So yeah, that is what is upcoming next week. Included in that one, you will get Slipaway Camp 3, uh, as well as part of the 88 Films Slasher Classic Collection. So that will also be dropping. And I want to say there'll be other things in there. There always is. There always is. Plus next week, we will officially be announcing what the <laughs> what hosts are getting what movies in our Wishmaster Russian Roulette franchise retrospective. The draw, the, the draw for that will be happening on Tuesday. And then the two two-part episodes will be dropping at some point. Um, in the month. They are also scheduled to drop in October. So yeah, tons of shit, loads of stuff happening. Always stuff happening. This is our busiest month of the year for obvious reasons. If you thought summer was packed, you ain't seen nothing yet. So there we go, there we go. Right, well let's say, uh, let's recalibrate ourselves. Let's get this shit done. You're gonna hear promos for shows that I love. You're gonna hear the trailer for the movie when we return. It's a mercenary. We're doing it right after this. Hey, did you guys ever notice that podcasts talk about the same movies over and over again? Yeah, as much as I love Friday 13th, I don't need another show telling me how good it is. Exactly. Same thing goes for Halloween. It's a great movie, but come on, there's other stuff out there. There should be a show that highlights movies that everyone else seems to skip over. Like, oh, I always wanted to talk about Absentia. And I want someone to cover the room. The Skeleton Key's a good one. Then let's just do one. We can call it The ABCs of Hidden Horror. And we'll go through the alphabet talking about our favorite horror flicks that get ignored. Great idea! I know what my first one's gonna be. Join Brian, Dave, and me, Jamie, for The ABCs of Hidden Horror on the Horrorphilia Network where we might discuss some of your neglected favorites or introduce you to something new. He sells death to the highest bidder. He'll sell your life for what he thinks it's worth. He is the mercenary. You're not ready to buy. Be ready to die. The mercenary. He aims for the money. His gun does the rest. Franco Nero. Tony Musanti, Jack Palance, Giovanna Rally. The mercenary, the sun at his back, a gun at his side, a town at his mercy.
and welcome back. So you've just heard the trailer for disc number 40 in the Italian collection by 88 Films. This one is The Mercenary from 1968. The blurb on the 88 Films website goes a little like this. According to Quentin Tarantino, Sergio Corbucci is one of the greatest Western directors of all time. And after watching the Italian auteur's barnstorming 1968 masterpiece, The Mercenary, you'll be hard-pressed to disagree. Django icon Franco Nero stars as the Pollock, a laid-back gun-for-hire who agrees to help a wannabe revolutionary played by Tony Mustaine from The Bird with the Crystal Plumage. But his plans, uh, to put his plans into practice, hot on their trail, however, is the wickedly camp Curly played by Jack Palance. 23 years before his identically named Oscar-winning turn in City Slickers, who's determined to snag a share of their ever-increasing bounty. Blending bullet-spring action with waggish dialogue and a simply stunning Ennio Morricone and Bruno Nicolai score, the mercenary proudly stands at the top of Zapta's western subgenre, a lip-smacking, gorgeously-lined street Finally available on UK shores thanks to those sharpshooting banditos at 88 Films. Special features on this are Mercenary Musings by Eric Zalvadar um, and the theatrical trailer. The technical specs are it's region locked to region B, the audio is DTS 2.0, the picture format is 1080p HD 235.1, the runtime is 106 minutes. Uh, the language is English and subtitles are also English. So there we go. This movie is the fucking tits. I absolutely—I was floored by how good this movie was. One, the print is incredible. So I don't know what happened here. The the negative they must have got their hands on must have been immaculate because this genuinely looks. As good as any Spaghetti Western Blu-ray I've ever seen rendered for Blu-ray format. Honestly, it is absolutely incredible. And it has maybe one of the best stories I've seen. Like, I really, really, really dug this one. It kind of starts in a position where we are, you know, let me let me tell you how I ended up here sort of story. And then we jump back and capture this kind of arc story of this character called the Pollock, who is played by Franco Nero, who is absolutely out of this world in this this movie. So, 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 so good. Um, as he kind of travels along and these interactions with Tony Mustaine, whose name is, I thought it was Paco Rabanne, which made me laugh quite a bit because, for those that don't know out there, maybe are... Um, uh, perfume deniers. Paco Rabanne does all that sort of shit. But he's, it's, it was Paco Ramon, I think is his name. And I was like, that's so close. So, 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 so close. Um, as this guy who is trying to start a revolution, trying to win back some of that Mexico for him and his people. And the, their interactions, um, the Pollock just happens to be one of the best gunslingers of all time. So we, we kind of follow up to, we follow most of the movie to bring us back to that point again, which is the kind of, the reuniting of Tony Mustaine's character and Franco Nero. Um, and then we have like a, kind of almost like an epilogue of like 10 minutes on the back end of that. 
It is beautifully shot. I mean, this movie is incredible. The scenery is gorgeous. The set piece is incredible. Um, it gives you enough action and then isn't scared to lie back on the story. I mean, this movie is about an hour and 48 minutes long. So you'd be thinking, oh, it might be a bit long there, Duncan. No, 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 no. You just relax into this one. It is a, it's a wonderful odyssey of the characters. Uh, Tony Westine is amazing in this movie. Those that are familiar with the bird with the crystal plumage, you'll know he's, he's really good in that, but it's a kind of lesser... He doesn't have much stretching room, let's put it that way. He's a guy trying to crack down the case and try and unravel who has done what and what murder he might or might not have seen. And he's good in it, but he's not amazing in it. He is jaw-droppingly good in this movie. So you pair those guys up and you get this incredible kind of for the most part, this odd couple relationship and that one is clearly using the other without necessarily knowing that the other one is actually using him. It, it works really, really well. And then in the background, you've got Jack Palance, who, I know we're joking about City Slickers taking place, what, 23 years after this movie? Um, Jack Palance looks the same age, so this is a guy that clearly just always looked old AF. Um, he's brilliant in this. There's a there's a wonderful scene. I mean, it might be maybe my favourite duel scene in kind of spaghetti western or even western cinema, hands down, where uh, Franco Nero forces uh, Tony Mustaine and uh, Jack Plants to a duel that they'll go on. The both got one shell and both got a rifle. And they have till the count of three, the third bell, to turn around and shoot each other. And as this is kind of, you know, dinging through on the bell, you can see that Mustaine's character is is full of fear and, you know, determination. And Palance appears to be getting off on this, the kind of sadistic smile, the lick of the lips, as each bell goes and the, the, the space in between the bells takes longer. I thought this was absolutely incredible. I mean, I was I was in awe of this set piece. The fact that you've also got it set in a kind of coliseum uh, setting for bullfighting and Mustaine's character who's been kidnapped and is forced to perform here is dressed as a clown. Once again, just worked for me. The clowns are fucking everywhere at the moment. They're just... I saw the Joker yesterday, so still very much in my head. And I'm like, oh, here's another revolutionary done in clown makeup um, so you've got this it just it, it crescends in a way which I love and the, the end of that gunfight landed in such a way that actually did surprise me and then further surprised me thought that was that was absolutely incredible the dialogue's a bit stunned I mean that's to be expected but everyone looks like they're having a blast this is a proper epic movie it, it feels huge in scope it feels like a lot of money was spent on it when you know that a lot of money was not spent in these movies, it kind of blows my mind. And then lean back on not only incredible cinematography, but the Ennio Morricone score for this one is fucking amazing. Absolutely amazing. I had never heard it before. I actually, funnily enough, heard the, the kind of whistling track of this one, the main kind of throng, the almost the mercenary theme, so to speak. I'd heard that before, but in... in I wasn't actually aware that one that was Morricone, I thought it was someone that had ripped it off. And it would make sense, there's a bit of Bruno Nicolai on this one. But the, the, the score in its entirety, which I've listened to since, is just the tits. I mean, absolutely the tits. Will now be, if I ever go back to Red Dead, um, 
this will be my theme. This will be my mantra. This will be my soundtrack to the apocalypse. Absolutely loved it. Thought it was brilliant. And it's just a, it's just an incredible movie. I mean, yeah, I, I, I have nothing else to say about this one. It, it is really that good. I have in the past pushed forward controversial-ish sort of selections for the Italian collection and maybe pushed you in a direction where I'm like that. If you fancy a giallo, take a punt on this. Um, this time I'm all in on this one. All my chips are on the table. I'm pushing all into the middle. Middle. I'm asking you to call draw on this one because I think this might be up there as one of the best in the collection thus far, 40 discs in. I think we are hitting the peak. We are hitting a peak level that I did not know was out there. I mean, I've seen a couple of spaghetti westerns. I'm not the biggest western fan, which is why I was so shocked that this one resonated so well with me. But this is a this is a fucking incredible movie, and you owe it to yourself as a cinephile to check out The Mercenary. What a movie it is. In terms of score, there ain't no way this ain't getting a five. Motherfucking five. Loved it. Absolutely Loved it. Please, please, please check it out. You can get it fairly inexpensively at the moment. It is available in other places that I will not mention on here, but you can do that. So five out of five for the mercenary. Who would have thought it? Eh? Spaghetti Westerns rocking my world. Is there anything the Italians couldn't do? I don't think so. Right, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, we're closing up the show and we're doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been the 88 Films Italian Collection Series. We um, covered disc number 40, which was The Mercenary. And uh, yeah, I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. What's coming up in three weeks, I hear you cry. Well, it's more kind of western spaghettiness uh, to cover. Uh, we're going to be doing Navajo Joe. Never heard of this one. According to 88 Films, this is what it says. Fearless, savage, brutal. He's the only survivor of a blood-drenched massacre and he's on a relentless vendetta to avenge the death of his wife and his people. Consumed by hatred, driven by violence, his name is Navajo Joe and he wants a dollar for every head he rolls and every skull he splits. Directed by the creator of the legendary spaghetti western Django, Sergio Carbucci, and written by the man responsible for Milano Caliber 9, Fernando De Leo, Navo Joe is a dark, violent and unforgettable cult western like you've never seen before. It features Burt Reynolds in his only second leading role, fast-paced and action-packed and highly original. Navajo Joe is presented here in a remastered Cinescope print. The special features are the original trailer. Also, a In the Know About Navajo Joe, an appreciation of Navajo Joe by Spaghetti Western expert Eric Zalvada, um, and reversible sleeve with alternate artwork. Technical specs are it's region locked to region B. Picture format is HD 1080p 235.1. The audio format is LPCM 2.0. Language is English, certification is 15, and the runtime is 92 minutes, key procs. I cannot wait for this one. So this one predates uh, The Mercenary, and it's the same director. So yeah, I'm in like Flynn, baby, in like Flynn. I hope it's 
violent and bloody and awesome and great and we'll find out in three weeks time there's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under the stairs as always as you check us out on Apple Podcasts come across subscribe to the feed and leave us a rating and a review it's the best way to support us on that platform you can also check us out at Stitcher Smart Radio SoundCloud Google Play TuneIn and of course Spotify visit our website tpatscast.com and you can buy merch like posters and pins by going to tpatscast.bigcartel.com Visit us on Facebook. We're in two places. If you want to join the group page, chat with other listeners about horror movies and the show, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash cast. Alternatively, if you only want to know when the shows are dropping, occasionally check out a live stream every Thursday, Thursday, then that is facebook.com forward slash cast. You can interact with myself and the Baz on the twin prongs of social media sexiness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at cast. Well, that's right. That's where we can be found out. Why not check us out in the Flick Chat app? It is a social media for podcasts and listeners to connect. Not only can you listen to the shows directly through the app, but you can interact with us on a series of message board posts dedicated to either episodes or topics we're covering in podcasts under the stairs. The join code for us is TPUTSCAST. Couldn't be any easier. It's free to download on iOS and on Android. Because trust me, when the conversation finishes on this episode and I hit stop, it just continues over on that app. We have about 120 followers now, all interacting over there on the Flick Chat app. So come across and join us. You will not regret it. That is the Flick Chat app. The podcast under the stairs will return to you, dear listeners, tomorrow with Bazoween 2019, episode number two. Baz takes on Psycho. That's right. It's been a long time coming. But until then, wherever you are, what the time zone is, and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs, and I am signing off. Mm-hmm.